Hi, friends. It's Laurie Nelson, your women's ministry coordinator here at FaithBridge. Welcome back to the FaithBridge Women's Podcast. This summer, we're sharing our Jesus stories, that moment of salvation that changed everything. And we're also talking about what he's doing in our lives now. So today on the podcast, we have my friend, Maddie Ullman. Hi, Maddie. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you here. So we have known each other since 2020 when we were placed together in a microgroup. Yes. And that was January of that year. Yeah. And then within just a few weeks or months... Everything shut down. Everything. The world went crazy. Yeah, because we made Valentine's Day cards oh, together. That's right. And then I don't know if we met for a while after that. Okay, let's just talk about your theory on <laughs> Valentine's Day cards. Because, I mean, you create a memory. Yeah. Well, it's a whole thing. Um, I think, like, I always made cards for my single friends mm-hmm. because they didn't have a Valentine. And so I was going to be their Valentine. So... It was like very hard, strict rules. Like you don't get a card if you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you are, you can only make one and it's for the person you're in a relationship with. And so I'm going to be totally honest. This past Valentine's Day, I was like really sad because I only got to make one. You only made one. And who was it for? Not me. No. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, You're in a relationship. (laughs) It was for Tyler. That was that's sweet. Yeah. Well, I guess. I don't know that Sad. I even saw that one. But okay. It's it okay. wasn't that good. <laughs> it wasn't that good. I have yeah. a hard time believing that because. Well, I was in Hawaii right before, so I didn't really have time to. Were you rushing for that yeah, Valentine? I, was. I get it. Um, so, but I also love your theory on the decorating of the Valentines. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> more is more. More is more. Yeah. So with that February when we were making Valentine's, uh-huh. I made one yeah. for myself and then I just kind of helped you make others for your right. friends. Um, or at least I, I really don't know if you ever used any of them because I'm not crafty all at all. Um, thank you for that. But I would go, okay, is this enough? And you would look at them and like, no, you're not finished. No. And More glitter, more gemstones, more Tape, I'm sure, glue. All of the craft. All of like, it. More really, more. just go to the craft section and put two of everything in your it's basket. for sure. And use every single thing in each Valentine. Seems to be the pretty idea much. behind it. <laughs> pretty much. They're just fun. in different ways. You have to like strategically mix it all around. Okay. If I can figure out a way after this and not only am I not crafty, I'm also not terribly technical. Mm-hmm. But if I can figure out a way in the notes for the podcast, I will put a picture of oh, one of your okay, I'll so that people can one. understand what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, more so, uh, is they more. take like weeks like, to put it, together. It would take me weeks to make everyone. Mm-hmm. I was talking to another. And if you if I had like a lot of single friends like for that year, then there would be more, of course. So I was glad to help that year. Yeah, it was very helpful. I'm so glad. I was um, surprised when the amount of craft products came into my home. Yeah. But I was happy to utilize (laughs) them. That's the (laughs) only time I'm crafty is around Valentine's Day. I didn't know that. Other than that, I'm not a huge crafter. Um, Okay. The other thing, okay, so that's how we know each other. Yes. Okay. Um, 
But, and I could continue talking about Valentine's Forever. It's my favorite holiday. (laughs) Although I'm not crafty at all, it seems like I could talk about it forever. I know. Um, But that's how I know you. We've been Mm -hmm. in a micro group together. Yes. Which I love. Um, But how would other people here at FaithBridge know you? So at FaithBridge, I am the fourth and fifth grade coordinator. So... I teach um, typically in fifth grade on Sundays. Um, If you watched anything during COVID, um, I had a cooking show. What was it called? It was (laughs) called, oh gosh, um, Making Magnificently Marvelous and Sometimes Messy Masterpieces with Miss Maddie. Was that misleading in any way? Was it always messy? I yes, it's really hard to cook while also filming and trying to memorize a script. And but it always that. looked like you were having fun. It was very fun, and we we would like they those shows would come on right after church. Mm-hmm. You know, you you would do your online church, and then you would do your questions, and we talk about those. Yep. And then the kids programming kids would come issue. on, and we would watch all of it just yeah. in sheer delight. So it's so we loved fun, it. It, and it's brought just so many. Still, people come up to me and they're like, our kids loved watching online church. They still want to watch BBS and old episodes. And so it's cool that all of it's still up on YouTube and you can watch it. People can still watch it. I do. I I don't remember where we were, but we were out shopping. And I felt like people were looking at you trying to go... (sighs) How do I know her? That does How happen do I a lot. Know her? <laughs> it's like the strangest thing. You know, uh, Tyler and I went to Chuck E. Cheese one time. Of course you and, did. Right, of course. <laughs> and this mom comes up to us and she was she, she looked at Tyler and she was like, are you the guy from Faithbridge Kids? And I was like, um, what? <laughs> Is he who? And he was like, oh, she works in kids ministry, but... Anyways, that's funny. The first time I was recognized, I was buying toothpaste at the grocery store. And this dad came up to me and was like, are you Miss Maddie? And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, oh, my gosh, our kids are loving all the kids ministry stuff on YouTube. And I I was in like sweatpants. And oh, I was like, now's the time to. Well, you know, look better in public. I guess. (laughs) You know what he did? He went right home and said. I saw Miss Maddie when she was buying toothpaste. Y'all need to brush your teeth. She brushes her teeth. She brushes her teeth. (laughs) So um, this summer, what we're doing on the podcast is telling our Jesus stories. And by that, we uh, mean the time that you trusted in Jesus for salvation. And so I wanted to hear your story. So why don't you tell us how you came to faith in Jesus? Um, great. So I grew up um, with very devoted, believing parents. There's still um, wonderful examples of what it looks like to have a relationship with God. Um, so we lived in a really small town in Colorado when I was little, and um, these like college students came to some person's house and it was I'm assuming kind of like a pine cove camp in the city thing Mm and um anyways at the end of it I remember them doing like an altar call kind of thing I think I was five and um anyway so went up and asked Jesus into my heart and I don't think I really knew what it meant but I had this image of 
my heart having a door on it and the door opened and Jesus walked in and sat on a chair in this like giant empty heart room. Um, and that's like kind of what I felt like Jesus is in my heart. And, um, after that, um, kind of felt like all growing up more like Jesus was a moral teacher. Mm. Um, like I really, strive to just be the best I could at everything. I wanted to have really good grades. Um, I wanted to be the best at whatever sport I was playing. I wanted to have the most friends. Um, and just like really kind of looked for or at other people for um, validation. Um and saw Jesus and was like, oh, well, this dude is perfect, so I'm going to follow what he does um, so I can be perfect. Um, so we grew up, like, going to church every day. and um, You went every day? Not every day. <laughs> <laughs> My Catholic grandparents would have wanted us to go every day, every Sunday gotcha. and Wednesday and a lot of Fridays. We were there a lot. Y'all were. Um, I, I want to ask you a question. By this time— how old are you? Um, so we moved to Texas when I was in third grade. Okay. Um, and so around when I started trying to pay attention in church, at least, I was probably fifth or sixth grade up into high school. And I, like, had the hardest time listening to sermons, but we were really active in our youth group. And so mm. kind of learned more there. That's what makes me so grateful for student ministry and kids' ministry. Right. Yeah, for sure. It was run very differently than it is here. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was more like you just kind of hang out. And and we would talk about certain things, but it was mostly like whatever we wanted to talk about. Like if we had a question, Hmm. then someone would answer it. Um, Anyways, like I felt like I was learning a lot. Like I had a pretty large head knowledge by the time I went to college. Um, but by then I, I just kind of like didn't have any interest in going to church. And, um, I was a kinesiology major cause I thought I wanted to do, um, pediatric physical therapy. And, um, so I was just in a bunch of classes that I hated and, hmm. um, I, <laughs> This is so awful. I got bronchitis my freshman year of college, which doesn't sound that bad, but it it was just like a constant cough. Mm -hmm. And so like I couldn't sleep because I was coughing and I didn't want to go to class because I was coughing and I couldn't work out anymore because I was coughing too much. Like it just felt like it overtook everything in my Mm -hmm. life. And my freshman year, my parents moved houses and I don't know why. I still don't really know why, but it, it just felt like this huge upheaval of my life even though I didn't live there anymore Mm. um so I think I felt just a little angry with them and just kind of betrayed and um so anyways all that to say my grades were terrible Mm. everything else in my life felt like it was falling apart because I couldn't function and um yeah, just like all of these things that I had held so highly in the past to kind of make me seem like worthy or validated or whatever it is. Um, 
Oh, I also just like I had a lab that was at nine um, on Monday nights, which is like when every single organization at A and M has their weekly meetings. It's it was at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. On well, Monday the lab was night? like eight to ten or something. I don't know. Everything's late in college. Oh my but gosh. because of that, I couldn't join anything because <laughs> right. of this lab. And so I like had a few pretty close friends, but like I had this thriving community in high school and mm-hmm. didn't have that anymore. So anyways, all of these things that I was just like had strived so much to achieve felt like they had been taken away from mm-hmm. me. Now, are you in your – is this quick? Like is this still – is this in your first semester or just throughout the first year? Um. By the end of the first semester, like, I think it was November, probably. So pretty quickly, things start changing in your life. Yeah. 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 Um, So, yeah, like, November, maybe November, December, I, um, like, wasn't going to church or anything like that. I wasn't really reading my Bible and all the things I know I needed to do when your world is crumbling around you, right. but um, I just didn't. All the things that you had learned in church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or for my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just felt this finally one night, this like tug to read my Bible. And um, I was just kind of like, I don't even know where to start. God, like, I don't really want to read a gospel because I don't know if I want, like, Jesus throwing all this stuff in my face and Hmm. what, like, I felt like I missed the standard, I guess. So anyways, I read Hebrews, um, Hmm. which is (laughs) just a strange choice, but... It's so tricky. I mean, I know, all it's a of the- lot. It's, it was uh, uh, only it's the Holy Spirit led me there. Yeah, it is good. It is rich. It is a lot. But it's a um, lot. Yeah. So anyways, I was reading in Hebrews 11 where it talks about, um, wow. yeah, all of these people who um, they didn't know their next step and um, or they weren't able to see the fruit of their labor like Abraham and mm-hmm. Moses. and um, But it's saying they just had faith and they trusted God's plan for them and they move forward in faith. That's what it says, in faith, Noah, in faith, Abraham, mm-hmm. in faith, Moses. Um, and it just felt like I couldn't stop crying. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. Like I've had no – faith that God is going to actually lead me to the places that I want. I'm trying to do all of this on my own and it's gotten me nowhere if not anything like further away from where mm-hmm. I want to be. Um, so that was when I was like, okay, I want to devote my life to trusting and following and being faithful to God. And the rest of this will come alongside if it's meant to be, Hmm. um, if that's God's will for me. Um, But ultimately, I just want to trust him more than I trust myself. So, yeah. So what did you do? Did you you talk to him about that? Or how did you – I hear how you – the thoughts you had. Did you – I don't know. Did you start praying or what did you do? Yeah, yeah. I just, like, started praying and, like, telling God, like, this is what I want for my life and 
what I think you want for my life and um, started going to church after that and got plugged into a small group and mm. I was in a Christian organization in college and um, yeah, it was just like learning so much. Um, I felt like a, a baby Christian, even though I'd been, you know, in the church my whole life. Right. So. Um, okay. I love that. So it's as a child Mm-hmm. That you put your faith in Jesus, mm-hmm. you literally asked him into your heart. I did, yeah. I mean, we say that all the time. I yeah. was just talking with someone today, like, I wonder if someone who did not grow up in the church, if we said you asked Jesus right. into your heart, what did they think we I mean? Know. But you literally, like, yeah. opened That's what I the thought. door. Yeah, here's the door. Yeah. You can go sit in here. Yeah, I love that. Um, so you asked Jesus into your heart, and mm-hmm. you do all the things, go to church and stuff, but it is when you're a freshman in college that you really start owning your faith yeah. and walking Yeah, I think that's him. when my relationship with God started, actually. I'm not surprised. I think that God does that. He lets us get to a place where we're struggling, mm-hmm. we might feel alone or even isolated, and then we have no place else to turn yeah. but to Him. Right. And, I agree. And He's there. Mm-hmm. Which every is time. Every single time. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay. That's very fun. That's a very cool story. I'm glad that you grew up in the home that you did. And your church taught you a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like you're teaching kids now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, okay, let me ask you this. So since then, you said you grew a lot in your faith in college. Mm-hmm. What do you think um, were key, I don't know, disciplines or things that you did that helped your faith to grow in that season at that time? Um, yeah, I definitely think, like, community has always – people right. <laughs> matter to me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing things with other believers who mm-hmm. were um, – had the same values and were just aligned in the same way that I was, was really helpful. Um, my best friend and I would go to church all the time and together. Um, and then just being in a small group was super helpful. Um, but then I just like took a lot of that time to figure out like, what is the best thing for me personally to like be in the word and, um, to like have a relationship with God that's not based off of this, like, I'm going to do this because you tell me to, but instead because I desire to know you more and I know that you desire to know me more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of, I was a nanny in college, so um, I had a lot of long car drives that it was just like something for me was like talking out loud to God instead of just praying in my head was always super helpful. Um, and I get distracted really easily. So that kind of kept me on track a little bit to be able to just talk out loud. Like I had, you know, 20 minutes to just, to just pray and, um, yeah. And just realizing that I'm not like a plan, a reading plan kind of person Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Um, I think I always felt like, I saw a lot of people who could read the Bible in a year and do all of their reading plans and keep up with it. And I felt like every time 
I would get behind or whatever it was that I was a failure at the reading plan and um, or if there was like a certain part of what I was reading that I wanted to spend a little more time reading commentary on or whatever and then I wouldn't get as much out of the rest of it. Right. I don't know. I just couldn't do a reading plan. Yeah. So um, yeah, I spent a lot of time just kind of learning and figuring out what the solution for all of those things were so what that I could be in the word mm-hmm. and um what is it that works for you if it's not a reading plan what does work for you I I do love like I try and read at least a chapter a day mm-hmm. um and that is just about sometimes what I can handle because I do like to like dive into really different verses so like this morning I was reading in John 12, and at the beginning, it's talking about um, Jesus and Lazarus, and they're all hanging out, um, um, and then it's like when Mary anoints Jesus. And anyway, so there was just this one vo- verse that I read, and then I tried to read on, and then I went back and read it again, and then I tried to read on again, and then I was like, okay, I got I to gotta just like look at this a little bit more and... Um, just like ask God what he wants me to teach me through that. So sometimes I, it was like two verses in, I think. And I was like, stop, I can't move on. <laughs> I love it. No yeah. No, I feel like that's that's you listening to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, right. that there's something good and rich there. There are books and chapters and stuff that I just can't fly right by. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then there are some that... I'm like, no problem. I'm well, not sure I can Let's make it all the way thing. through. Yeah. <laughs> not to say that it isn't all good because it, it is all good. It was God's word. Um, okay, so so what else do you do? Are there other things you do? You mentioned community. You mm-hmm. mentioned you stay in God's word. Are there other things that you do to make sure that you are growing in your faith? Like currently? Sure, yeah. Um, well, I was in a discipleship group. You still are. I don't know if I am group. anymore. <laughs> Just because I started she a new said one. She started a new one, <laughs> like, what, on Monday? And she was like, was I started a new week. one. I was like, ha, ha, you don't have time for that. And then she was like, yeah, my new girls. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> They're Sorry. real. Uh, it's fine. Well, it's not like we don't meet. Yeah, we meet yeah, all we the do. time together. <laughs> um. Uh, so that, um, Tyler and I are in a grow group. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, which we love. Um, super fun. Um, and then, like, most of my friends are believers, mm-hmm. um, which is great um, because I feel like I can have honest and real conversations along with, like, if I was reading something and I want to ask, like, what are your thoughts on this, mm-hmm. you know? What do you think? What has God taught you about that before? Um, and then I work at a church, so <laughs> that is super helpful. Um, a lot of, like, to teach in kids' ministry, you have to take this verse or passage or story and break it down to its simplest form so that sometimes a two-year-olds can understand mm-hmm. it. I love um, that. So because of that, um, I feel like God has really like given me so many opportunities to just understand what he's saying, 
even more, not only to for me to understand it, but for me to teach it and then for somebody else to also understand it. So I love that. Um, I can remember times. So one of the things we would do, we would have a different topic for every week when we were meeting Mm -hmm. in a more formal setting for discipleship. (laughs) Whatever. Um, (laughs) I'm never ditching you ever. But I would, you know, kind of at the end as a wrap up say, you know, Mm -hmm. can you explain it to me? Can you explain, you know, to me what the Holy Spirit is? Like, I've never even heard of the Holy Spirit or... To, um, what was her name? We always called her Elsa. Elsa, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to join Elsa on the bus and she doesn't know (laughs) anything about your religion. How do you explain what... Elsa's not from here. She does not have... Yeah, yeah. exactly. But you always did so good at that because you have really learned to break difficult um, theological concepts down Mm -hmm. for... Fourth and fifth graders. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, I mean, there there were times where I would go, Maddie, that's so good. How <laughs> did you do that? Um, so my, I guess my last question for you is, you know, in kids ministry, mm-hmm. how, if you know someone is ready to put their faith in Jesus, how do you explain that to them? Or what, what questions do you ask for them, of them? Mm. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, every week we, um, no matter what we're teaching on, tie the story back to the gospel because it is one giant story. Mm -hmm. It's not a separate Old Testament, New Testament. In the beginning of all of creation, God made us in his image and he gave us everything and he told us not to do one thing and then we did that one thing and this is when sin entered the world and um my favorite part about this story even though it is when the fall happens and when all of uh pain and suffering kind of becomes known to us mm-hmm. um immediately after that happens god says he's going to send somebody mm to to save the people to restore that perfect relationship that we used to have when the world was created um that was broken because of sin mm-hmm. um so then after thousands of years of this same story that's a bunch of tiny stories in it god does send jesus as a baby, which I just love. Uh, like, think of the babies that you know. Like Milo and Hadley and mm-hmm. Ward. Like, Jesus made himself that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then lived a perfect life and fulfilled every single prophecy and promise that had been made in the Old Testament, every single one, and then dies on the cross three days later, rising, defeating sin, death, and Satan, just like God had promised at the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. like thousands of years apart. And 
I think that for me, it feels like how could I ever do anything to prove myself worthy Mm. or um, morally sound or better than anybody when without Jesus like I can't do any of those things um like he saved me from my pride and Mm -hmm. my selfishness and all my sinfulness Mm -hmm. and he does that for everybody I love it amen Amen. <laughs> um, I love that because it, it goes back to that the passage that you were looking at that night when you were in college. Mm-hmm. It wasn't by trying real hard and it right. wasn't by being really good. It was by faith, Noah, by faith, right. Abraham, by faith, Moses. Well, and I think like the really, really beautiful thing too is – it, it isn't anything that I can do to earn it, mm-hmm. which also means that there isn't anything I can do to lose it. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't give us hope. Right. right. I don't know what else <laughs> I does. I don't know what does. <laughs> well, Maddie, thanks for sharing your story. It's a beautiful story. It's a good story. Thanks for encouraging us to do things for other people's, whether it's Valentine's or whatever, <laughs> but to be a blessing to others. And just thanks for hanging out with of me today. Course. so fun. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed hearing this Jesus story as much as I did. Our stories are important. It's through our stories and sharing them that other people get to know Jesus in a new way through our lives. Join us next week and we'll hear another Jesus story from another woman of Faithbridge. bridge.